Okay, so I love the way this Smile Time app is working. It completely saved my butt tonight compared to what Be Live has been doing. Smile Time has come through again. And that is the reason why I will always be a Smile Time loyalist. But anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about tonight. Uh, thank you for checking out this episode of Grit and Grace TV. I am one of your hosts, CJ, and next to me is my awesome cohort, Lynn Burnett. What's happening, Lynn? How are you doing today? Hey, hey, doing good. Look at that. <laughs> Always got to be ready when the crisis strikes, don't we? Oh, absolutely, for sure. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like... Uh, Find a solution. Things happen, and when the problem comes up, you have to find a solution. That's right. That's right. That's what we do. That's what pros do. We don't go, oh, crap, and stop. We find a solution. So thank you for being patient and waiting to join us live. I know we said we were going to be at the top of the hour. We're almost at the halfway point, but we're here now, and that's all that matters. So please hit the share button and share this with people because we're going to talk about a great topic, and that's what men and women can learn from each other, because I believe we absolutely can, and uh, so we're going to give our uh, two cents on the topic, because we've always got at least two cents to give on any topic. Well, I think today we've got a little <laughs> bit more than two cents. Uh, we're talking about that one thing that we are, <laughs> men and women working together, helping each other, learning from each other. That is the main focus of tonight's show. And, you know, here's the thing. A lot of men out there feel like, what can you learn from a woman? Well, I want you to do me a favor. Check your egos at the door tonight, guys. There's no space for it. We're going to stay here. We're going to follow that pride, suck up that ego, and listen once. Just listen. And women... Women, I, I'm asking you just one little tiny, teeny little bit of a favor. Please, please, just accept <laughs> the words that are coming out of our mouths for what they are. There's no hidden agenda. There's no, oh, he said this, but it must mean this. No, it is exactly the way it's coming out. So, ladies, just listen to what we have to say tonight. I promise you there's no hidden agenda. There's no underlining anything. It is what it is. So, guys, check your ego. Women, just accept what we say. That's oh, that was good. That was good. That was good. You just know, yeah, you just know women so well. He's saying this, but it could be that. That's so good. And this is not about bashing. We're all about mm. truth and just sharing truth. So, don't think we're going to sit here and we're going to bash each other. That's totally not what it's what it's about at all. So. Hey, we can learn things from each other, you know, as individuals and from genders. So that's what we want to talk about because there's just so many things that we can learn. But we're coming at it from a different because I, I as an observer of men, there's things that you notice that that I think that we could learn. So that's really where I'm coming from is that point of view of because we could always easily say is each gender. God, why why are men like this or why do men do that? Or I don't understand men. Right. So I'm coming at it as, a, as an observer. So and anybody who has questions, please like pop it in. If you've observed something or, you know, something you think, 
do it. Pop it in the in the comments because we want to uh, we want to see that. You know, and I'm coming from it from a different direction as well. I I grew up in a family where I was raised by my mother for most of my life. So, and, and I've got five sisters. So I have seen that from a, a unique standpoint. I have had a very um, feminine feminine inspired childhood and a young adulthood. So I see it from a different direction as well. And I think uh, maybe, you know, that does not mean by any chance that I know more than the next person. All I'm saying is I have spent a lot of time learning from women throughout my life. And in fact, I still am because, you know, I'm married and I've got two daughters. Yeah. That's it. So I'm constantly learning from women. And uh, one thing I learned early on is got to check your ego. You're just like, you're just destined to be like estrogen dominated. <laughs> I guess. I guess this is the way it is. You know, it's, a, it's, it's a fight sometimes. It's a fight. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's helped me understand, you know, how important it is to really raise, uh, raise your, your daughters in, in that strong environment. So um, I'm pretty excited about tonight talking about this stuff because I really do believe that if, if more men were open to listening to what women have to, to give them, I think there would be a different uh, perception shift, if you will. And just like that, though, I, I, I do believe that more women need to be open and understand that more, that men, we're really pretty simple. We, we, you know, there really isn't always some kind of alternative messaging to the stuff that we say. I agree. I totally agree. And I think that, um, and the key was being open. And I think, and I'm going to say this, that I think that um, definitely women need to be a little bit more open about that because they definitely have, they can have definite opinions on the way men are. And um, I think women definitely need to be a little bit more open. Look, there's men and women for a reason. And it's not just to procreate. Like, there's a lot of things that we can learn from each other, and we make life way too damn difficult. We make it way too difficult, and we get things all muddled and confused. So we're going to dive into this, what men and women can learn from each other. So if you're just joining us, please hit share and send this out, because we really want to be able to, um, you know, have people pause for a minute. The pause is so powerful. So pause for a minute. At least be open to the pause and think about it. And you can always return back to the same story if you want. But we're talking truth here. So, and then we're going to talk about um, a listener question later up later in the show too on our Bring It segment. So hit share and let's get into it. Now, so I, as you notice, using Smile Time, it allows us to do some things that are a little bit different, like bring yeah. your uh, comments up so we can actually read them on screen. So I like what uh, Amanda wrote here. She goes, she said, I learned from my dad that if you are scared of running into a moose in the dark, is just to carry a flashlight and you're still scared of a bigger moose. So I, I thought that was kind of funny, so I figured I'd throw it up there. People, please do. You know, if you've, if you've got something to say, please put it up there. And uh, Alex, thank you for, for uh, shouting out. Yeah, men are very much less evolved 
from monkeys than than women are. They've they've definitely had a couple generations of evolution on us. So it is what it is. And like he says, as a father of two girls, he couldn't agree more. So. And, you know, we have to raise our children. If we, you know, you have daughters, I have a teenage son. So, you know, there's different things that come into that. And you want to teach, uh, you want to teach your son. And for you, you want to teach your daughters about being, about that gender and what it's like as best we can, because they're opposite from what we are. But I think it's important to teach what they're going to expect. And then how do you teach that other, you know, taking it, you know, assuming they're going to be heterosexual, uh, what's, what's the other gender going to want? Telling my son, this is, you know, how women are and this is what they're going to expect and this, you know, so that's what we have to go through. So let's kick this off. Do you want me to start? Go for it. What okay. Your, your research today. So I have four things that I think women can learn from men. And the first one, and this has to really has to do with parenting, is that um, we need to learn how to play more. Like, guys have that down. Playing, they're, they're great at it. They like to play. And, you know, we joke that, you know, we don't have – one kid, we have two, and that includes our husband. They know how to play. They, they'll get down on the floor and they'll play with their kids and they'll do silly things. And, you know, mothers are so busy taking care and nurturing and keeping everything in order and keeping the house clean and taking care of the appointments. Um, <clears throat> we forget that. We get caught up in trying to keep everything in order. Um, but men just go there. Dads just go there. And I think we need to, instead of saying, oh, they're just kids and be more responsible. Um, that is an art. I think it is, and I've watched my son's dad do that, and that is so valuable. And that even comes in with relationships, too. Men are playful, and we forget that. We get so serious, and that's not why we're here. That's not our lives are supposed to be fun and playful. Even if you're doing the dishes and your guy comes up behind you and he's playing and he's getting all frisky – what what is the response that you usually get guys typically it's not right now i'm busy yeah. i've, I've got to get this done before your daughter gets home so she can do this now what to go back at to what you were talking about just there though about about those responsibilities you know keeping those appointments things like that um that that happened to me today um i know my wife probably told me that we were having this choir concert tonight a month ago However, me being who I am, uh, I forgot. And then this morning, it felt like it was a last minute sprung on me. Hey, don't forget, your daughter's choir concert is tonight. And in fact, she probably even reminded me every week up to this point. But if it wasn't for her, I mean, she she is that person. She remembers all the dates. She remembers all the birthdays, all the anniversaries. And so that is a huge responsibility. And I think women, because of that responsibility, take on that role of, well, I can't be the playful one. I can't be that person that just lets loose carefree and just let, uh, just kind of uh, go with the flow. And that's, and that's really kind of that guy's MO, you know, is that go for the flow. And but that's why it, you guys are great. It's a good compliment. So be open to, to, embracing those moments that 
they do want to play, that they, they are just sort of letting loose. Because you know what? You can put the food away later. You can put the dishes away later. And, you know, we want to keep things in order. we got to loosen up a little bit because if it's all work and no play and we're all serious, you got to loosen up a little bit. So I think that's a huge thing that we can definitely learn is to play more because you can train yourself to be more playful. So there's an opportunity, definitely. There is definitely a, a huge dual standard there, though, because just as, as women, you can learn how to play more. Guys, they we can learn how to be more responsible about those things. Now, I'm not talking about when it comes to our careers and our jobs, because that is, for some reason, that seems to be all that men believe that they have to be responsible for is that career or that job. But as soon as they walk through that door, they get home from work, or they as soon as they walk through that door, it's like all the responsibility is gone. All the responsibility is just shucked aside, and it, now it's you know, we, we look at our, our wives or and how was your day? And they're like, oh, man, I'm just beat. And then we still expect them to do a little bit more. So, you know, guys, that is one of those things that we can learn from women is how to adjust that uh, that mentality, how to kind of create that space where maybe when you walk through that door, it should be their turn to kind of like, Phew, shuck off some of those responsibilities as well, uh, maybe share some. And I'm guilty of it. I am absolutely 110% guilty of doing that myself. So, I, you know, it's not something like I'm saying, oh, hey, look at me, and I do it perfect. Uh-uh. No. In fact, um, I'm sure if my wife is watching, she's probably screaming at her tablet right now saying, no kidding! I've been doing this for years. So. But, you know, it's just being aware of it. I think it's just... As well, yeah, share, share in the responsibility. But I, I think a big part of it is recognizing that, yeah, you have like a housekeeper, a cook. Like when you need toothpaste, it's always there. It's not missing. When you need something to wipe your ass, it's always there, isn't it, on the roll. You're always, you have clean sheets done regularly. You don't have to think about these things. They're automatically done. So what else, have, what else uh, can men learn from women? Men get to the point. Women don't. They meander around and they put their little bits in here and there. Men are very to the point. They're very logical. They cut to the chase. They say what they mean. They mean what they say. Done. If they want to set up something with a buddy to go out for lunch or something, it's like, hey, you want to meet here? I got some time at this time. You good for that? Yeah, great. Let's go. Women, it could be like up to 10 freaking emails back and forth. And a part of that is the over politeness. Well, you know, if it doesn't work, if it, like, what do you think? Are you up for lunch? First, there's a couple going back and forth of even the idea. Is it even good? And then you've got to go back and forth and back and forth. There's so much politeness. Ask for what you want. Guys are good at getting to the point. Get to the point. You know, this kind of goes back to what we talked about last week on the show when we were talking about um, even guys making excuses for guys and things like that. So it, it kind of it kind of borrows a little bit from that, what you're talking about. And, you know, guys, um, you know, on the flip side of that, I would love to say that there's – I would love to say there should be something that we can take out of that. But – but – Really, there there isn't. You know, stay. You gotta you gotta stay to the point. You gotta do things the way you do things. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just playing around with that. But seriously, you know, 
one of the biggest things that I that I hear all the time from people, um, whether it be my wife or other people in my family or even people outside of my family, is sometimes being straight to the point makes you come off as kind of, you know, a jerk. Um, you're too blunt or whatever the case may be. So maybe something that we can take from women is how to soften the blow before we slap them in the face with it. Um, you know, <laughs> Has that ever happened to you where you've decided, hey, I'm just going to be blunt here, and you just put it out there, and then they look at you like you just kicked their dog or something? Yeah. Yeah, you definitely do because that's not the norm, right? So people and then and and generally it's the way they'd like to be too, but they're not. So we will just sort of criticize it and and judge that rather than take it for what it is. And you know that's the same thing with women too. It's not just a man thing, but it's predominantly a man thing. They get to the point. They're not afraid to ask. This is what I need, this is what I want. <clears throat> Can you deliver? So now we've we've talked about um, getting to the point. Yeah, just let's get to the point. Let's not be so nice. You know, being too nice might cause some problems at some point. Well, I think you can be nice at the same time. Absolutely, absolutely. It's just it's just don't put all the fluff with it. Like, why do you need to be like? Yeah, but it, it it's even talking about like. If someone invites you to dinner or something and you you try to come up with a million reasons why you can't go to that dinner, and it's like you go through a million excuses of why you can't go to that dinner in your head before you find that one that you start plucking out and you put in there. It's like, okay, this one here will will maintain our friendship. This one here will make them feel like everything is okay, but I just can't go. Why Why does that happen? Why do we feel that that is necessary? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, my mom was like that. Like, she would, like, stress for, like, a week over something. And what am I going to say? And and how is it going to come across? And is it going to be believable? And is it, I don't want it to hurt their feelings and all this stuff. And I would just think, oh, my God. Like, you just go because, oh, my God, the torment you're putting yourself through is not worth it. But it's it's all comes back to judgment, right? And guys just, I can't do it. Okay. <laughs> And that it's pretty much done. But women tend to do that. And, you know, I do do that once in a while, too, because we want to be kind. We're the nurturers. We're the ones that are kind to people, right? We're the, we're the kinder ones, I guess. So we don't want to hurt people's feelings. But then you're tormenting yourself, and that doesn't help anybody. And a lot of times they will just make up their own ideas about it anyway, even if you did say what it was and you had a really fabulous excuse. Say that one more time. They'll do what? They'll come up with their own thing anyway, right. their own story anyway. So even if you come up with like a reason that you think is acceptable and and it doesn't hurt their feelings and make sure it has nothing to do with them and make them feel secure, that person is, is still going to come up with something. That's just so it's not. It doesn't just happen to men. It happens. To, it's it's equal opportunity across the board. Yes. That's okay. really where it's okay. Perfect. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So, <laughs> so we got to the point. We finally got to the point. Yeah. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Um, so what I did is I asked a few, few of the ladies around that I have uh, contact with during the day. Um, and okay. 
I asked them, I said, what do you wish guys would pay more attention to? Or what do you wish guys would learn from you if if you had a chance to sit down with somebody and say, hey, grab them by the ears and say, this is what you need to learn. What is it that you need to learn, uh, that guys need to learn? And, you know, the first thing they said was compassion. They that The whole being blunt was the one thing that they said, you know, if they would learn a little compassion, maybe we could communicate a little bit smoother. So, uh, so for what you're saying, can, women can learn from men. That was the first thing that both of the ladies that I talked to at work today said guys could learn from women. So I thought that was kind of interesting that you brought that up. Okay. Well, see, here's the thing. Um, that is assuming that men don't have compassion. I think that says more about how they receive compassion. So for women, it's all how you guys show things the way we would like you to show them. Okay. Not that you don't. I think men have compassion. I see it all the time. I think it's just shown in a different way. You know, how people per perceive and receive things is different. So... I think maybe in some cases, and everybody could show that more. There's a ton of women who could show more compassion too, and I, I probably could too. I think it's a lot of it is a people thing. It's a personality thing. Um, but I think it's, it's just not being shown the way they would like to receive it. And that, a lot of that is because they make these girl movies and, you know, the guy's so compassionate and he does everything the right way. And so these girl movies, you know, have sort of like gotten into these heads of women and made these fairy tale ideas of the way um, things should be perceived, that men should be mind readers and say the words we want, touch us the way we want, you know, be romantic the way we want, all of those things. And then, you know, just the way porn has kind of wrecked it for women when it comes to men and, you know, going back to our topic last week, I think these girl movies, chick flicks, have kind of ruined it, made it tough for guys when it comes to how you treat the other half. Yeah, so we got a comment here. It says, I want a guy to learn. Uh, what I want a guy to learn is to notice the little things, change hair, anything. If I made the effort to do something to make myself feel pretty, notice it. Yeah, I agree. I agree absolutely. Because chances are when you first started going out, you got the compliments all the time. Wow, you look great. Wow, you look hot. Wow, that outfit looks great. You've got all that, and it it dissipates, right, as time goes on in relationships. So, yeah, but I think that, you know, again, it's sort of how things are, what's more important to certain people. But I absolutely agree with that comment. It would be nice, the simple things. Really, we are quite simple as well in terms of what makes us happy. We don't need those huge, grand things. It's the little things like, oh, you look really nice today. Even if you're not sure what it is. Even if you just want to do a bluff and <laughs> we didn't do anything different, just do a bluff because we will still be so happy. Did you do something different? God, you just, you look a little, you got a little sparkle today or, oh, no, I didn't. Just do it. Just bluff it because those little things mean the world to us. I am so in trouble after this episode. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
Uh, yeah. Uh, so what else did we learn? <laughs> what else did you find in your research today? Um, men, and I find this fascinating, and I have this topic with my husband all the time. Men don't hold grudges. And I think that's something that women love to do because then it justifies our feelings. So men don't hold grudges. They can have a rip-roaring fight. They can even get physical. And, and like, 10 minutes later, it's all good, and they're, like, cheers and having a beer together. There's no grudges. There's nothing played into that. That I find fascinating. That I find really fascinating. You know, those of us who actually grew up in a couple of fights on the playground or whatever when you were when you're young, that's typically – how that goes though uh, you get into a, an argument and you, which turns into a fight you start wrestling around maybe one punches the other whatever the case is however the the fight starts at the end of the fight it's shake hands you're done i mean you, you that's that's where you left that problem the problem doesn't leave the spot where that fight was ended at and um it, it's it's natural for guys to do that i don't think it's something that we're taught to do i think it's just the way uh, things are. That's yeah. the way we have evolved. I mean, you look at, uh, you can even look at history. History says the same thing. Um, you know, this country conquers this country. They kind of squash it. Yeah, they come back and forth over, you know, f after a few years and stuff like that. And the same can happen on the playground. You fight on Monday, the following Friday, you're having that another fight for another reason, but you're still going to turn around and shake hands and be friends again afterwards and whatever. Uh, but yeah, women it is a man thing. Women do. It is inherently a man thing because you see it with little kids. If you see little kids argue, you can see little boys fight, say over a toy or something they want to get on at the park and they'll have a fight. And then after that, they're friends again and they'll go off and do something else. You watch little girls have an argument. It doesn't end. No. They will carry it on. They'll do the, and they'll walk away, and they will carry it on. You know, my, my, I see this in my daughters even. When, when they have an argument with each other, they can have an argument, and within a couple of days, it's, I love my sister, I love my sister. They're, they're like best friends. They don't want to split up. But then something happens. They argue again, and they're bringing up that same problem uh, that they argued about maybe a week before. So I don't think I, I, you know, I don't know exactly how women can learn how to drop it or to not hold grudges or something. I don't really think, I, I really believe that that's kind of at a, a deeper level, a DNA level. But, uh, yeah, if it wasn't for women though, honestly, holding some of those grudges, us guys would get ourselves into a whole lot of trouble. It, that's, it, that's really how it is. Cause, uh, when when I've done that myself, where I've had a problem with somebody, and I went ahead and forgave him, everything like that, we're buddies again. He goes and does a, something, not the same thing, but something different to really put me into a bad spot again. Now, had I listened to my wife and and done what she said, I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't have been able to give him that second opportunity to do these things. So, well, yeah, see, and that it's, it's a learning thing. And again, that's why we, that's why there, there isn't all males in the world. They're all females. It's a balance and it's, we have different roles to fulfill. So we have these things that are inherent in us and the way we handle things. 
so and we balance each other out that way now the I think the benefit to this and yeah it's not going to change women are going to be like that but I think the learning thing in this is that for women is that men respond women react we just we react men respond so when something comes up ladies take a moment and think about it and 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 try and and look at it a certain way and take it outside of yourself see the difference is women internalize everything and men externalize stuff so if something happens is that asshole it's that piece of shit it's that broken down whatever they tend to externalize whereas women will internalize everything so this is an opportunity in learning this one is ask yourself some questions what was that is that person going through something you know does that person you know because we'll start stories right away in our head oh well she's this and she's that and did it or he's this stop for a minute and that's the learning thing about it men are great at compartmentalizing things so that's why they can do that right that is contained in and of itself in that situation women will bring all kinds of shit well remember that time five years ago that person and then someone else said and they build on it and it gets bigger and bigger right so we balance each other it's great let's stop and let's hold on before we react and freak out and guys um, yeah they do that I don't mean times my husband has gone through stuff and I will sit there waving my arms madly pacing going I don't understand why you're doing this why are you doing this again why are you letting that happen so we're a balance we're a balance but it's to recognize the beauty in that balance you know and something you you said there kind of sparked this too I mean that the the thing that um, the gals that I was talking to this morning one of the things that they said is guys should be more emotional um, and I, I agree with them to a certain degree Get a gay uh, friend <laughs> no, see, I think uh, I think the reason why I agree with them, though, is this. Sometimes when we're with other people, um, we, we show certain emotions, but we hide other emotions. Well, if you're capable of showing, you know, this, you know, the excitement and you're capable of showing anger, well, you should be capable of showing your whole range of most emotions rather than just the ones that you pick and choose because you're afraid of what that person will perceive you as. So I agree with them on that uh, that aspect alone. Now, I'm not saying that every guy should go to, you know, Titanic and cry at the end. But I am saying... Didn't you? No, I didn't. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, actually, that was one of the first dates I ever had with my wife was going to see that movie. So I really wasn't thinking about the end of it. I was thinking about leaving, you know. So, yeah. um, so I'm just, I believe that if a, if a guy is, is able to show his emotions. But the, why? Through the but full. Why? That's see, that's, it. that's a personal but, thing again. But it becomes part of that person. It's, it is being the real person. It, it gets down to the core of who that person is. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling like you're, for whatever reason, you're feeling that emotion. Why are you hiding it from everybody around you? Why are you hiding it from? It's like I told you the other day when you asked about the different looks. I said, "I well, I wear my emotions externally. 
you know exactly how I'm feeling at any given time just by looking at the person I am, what I'm putting out there. So part of that, part of that right there, it has helped me connect with people, all people. It doesn't matter if it's man, woman, child, whatever. I can connect with so many more people because I'm capable of doing that. And, and other men are the same way. How many times have you seen somebody and they're, uh, you can just tell they're not in the right line of work. You walk into maybe a car dealership and that guy is not the guy you're going to buy a car from. You don't know what it is about him. It's just a feeling. But if that person was authentic, if that person was real, if that person could actually express how it is that he's really feeling in that moment, maybe you're not going to get that same feeling. Maybe you're not going to have that same impression of that person. Yeah, but, okay, you're talking about, like, three different things in that monologue you just had there. You're talking about showing more emotions, but then you have a vibe, and then you're talking about saying how you You can show your emotions without saying how you feel. So what is it they were wanting? Showing emotions more. Okay, what does that mean? I'm fixing to show an emotion right now because you're completely <laughs> missing what the hell I'm even talking about. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're trying to sharpshoot an idea, and it's it's not working. It's it's not helping. It's it's taking away from what I just said. So it's the the whole concept of what I just said is when they're saying you got to show emotion. The whole yeah. what I said is. If you can show your full range of motion, emotions at any given time, people will respond to you in a completely different manner than what they would typically respond to you if you were only showing a certain part. Because when you only show a certain part, you're still hiding a piece of yourself. Not getting it. Okay. I'm getting it. I just... <laughs> I just don't know if I should say anything now. No, go ahead. I think sometimes you you uh, 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 sometimes you can't show your full range of emotions. Sometimes it's not appropriate. Sometimes it's not in your best interest. I totally get what you mean. I totally get what you mean. But I'm just wondering from their perspective and then what you were saying too. Yeah, I've said that myself. You know, guys, it, it'd be nice if they showed a bit more emotion. But I think sometimes you can't. I guess at the appropriate times, right? But not in the moment all the time, because it would. I think it would be chaos sometimes if you showed your full emotions in a particular situation. That you know, sometimes you have to like keep your keep them in check. But that's assuming that if if I'm feeling in a certain emotion, that you're feeling the same emotion. That's not always the case. So um, there's there's certain things. True. Holding some of those emotions in that, that I've experienced over the years, holding some of those emotions in contributed to the problems that I had with PTSD and things like that. Mm. So that's kind of where this is coming from. I guess a willingness to show emotion rather than constantly shutting it down. Maybe that's a better, better way of explaining it, a willingness to show it. But I, I totally get it, yeah, I think. But I, that comes in training up our sons too, right, that mm – -hmm. Don't cry. Big boys don't cry. And I, we still see that, right? We still see that. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I've been guilty of it myself. 
not saying, you know, big boys don't cry. I mean, if it's a, depending on the situation, it's a situational don't cry thing for me. And maybe that's a, that's maybe wrong for me to do. But if you're playing football out with the boys and you get a little bruise, Walk it off. get back out there and play some more. Walk so, it off. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I get it. Totally. All right. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Last one. Um, which we kind of touched on in the beginning, is that men don't have a problem asking for what they want or what they need. They don't have a problem being assertive. Um, but, but, the, but this is a double-edged sword because we talk about this. This is big in the personal development field. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Like ask, ask, ask. But then it's very interesting if you see a woman who is self-assured and assertive, then what does she get called? Well, uh, there's probably a whole range of things. She's, oh, that's a bitch or that's a, you know, who does, who does she think she is? She must be, you know, a lesbian or yeah. she must be a feminist. Or, and I'm saying these things not because this is the way I believe. I'm saying these things because that's what is being said, period. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I'll watch TV with my husband, and there'll be an instance just like that. And this woman, will she'll do something or say something in a show that we're watching, and he'll go, well, she's a bitch. I didn't see anything. I'm like, why? Because she shared her opinion? Like, you, you do see it all the time. So while we can learn from that, be more assertive, ask for what you want, there does come that... You know, if you're dealing with a guy, you could be looked at. Well, and from women as well, too. Oh, what a bitch. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I don't believe that that's – I think there's certain people that that are, are extremely assertive. And maybe some people who are not so – and I think that's starting getting into that personal development um, arena that, that you're kind of talking about and hitting on. The fact that when guys and girls, they – they get into this this um, personality trait. You want to call it an alpha, or you want to call it a, a an assertive person, whatever it is that you want to call them. There's too many labels anymore. But the thing is, is you'll always see who the those leader type people are, because those leaders are the ones that really demonstrate. And it doesn't matter if they're male or female; they'll demonstrate that ability to be assertive. Now, I think there's more. Um, more men who maybe take that that a little bit too far, though. Um, you, you'll have those people that maybe aren't in that leadership role. So you'll see a lot of times where guys will actually do things to undercut somebody else and take that away from them. Where I don't think you see that as often with women. And I don't get me wrong. There's backstabbing and there's all this kind of stuff in, in all over the board in wherever you're at. But I think for the most part, you'll find more support. Women will support each other a little bit more if they see someone moving up than men will. Usually, I mean, men are like crabs. I mean, if they see someone climbing the ranks faster than they are and they've been there longer, oh, that that's the worst thing in the world. But, you know, on the other side, I've seen it happen where a woman goes up 
And uh, yeah, men have nasty things to say about them. But uh, at the same time, they don't necessarily try to pull them down as fast as they will with other guys. I'm talking about how men react to women, not women reacting to women there. Um, you're talking about how men react to women? Right. Women moving up. Men don't have a problem with that? Oh, no, no, they do. Oh, okay. A lot of men do have the problem with that, but you won't see, like, if I'm, say, if gentleman A and gentleman B are moving up the ladder and then gentleman B started later and he starts moving up faster than gentleman A, gentleman A will do everything they can to make sure gentleman B does not succeed. They will, you know, undercut them. They will go as far as, you know, talking about them to other uh, leadership about that person. Whereas it's a, Oh yeah. It, it gets, it's, it's pretty, I didn't realize that was it that ha- intense. Oh yeah. It gets, it's a very competitive. It's, it, that's a kind of a nature of man. It's a very competitive. Well, I knew they were competitive, but I didn't think that they would be that, um, Maniacal, yeah. Uh, you know that saying: um, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Well, a man made a man made that up. <laughs> so, wow. I so, thought it was women just like that. To tell you the truth, see, and, and women are brutal. Yeah, and it, there's no doubt there. Uh, but if a woman is rising up with a man at the same time, and the woman starts going up, they a man will are, is less likely to try to. Um, around behind them I can see that than they would with, with another guy however they'll do other things that are just as nasty as oh yeah well now he's talking to his buddies and she he and he's starting that rumor mill oh she slept her way to the top or she's she did this or she did that blah 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 so it's a different approach instead of going to the top and talking down it's starting at the bottom and talking up so now you're destroying not only her reputation, but you're destroying the reputation of the leadership as well. Who, uh-huh. So that's that's yeah. kind of the things that, that I've seen. And it, it, it's not just in business. It's even in the military, which is where I've seen a lot of that happen. Wow. This is very eye-opening, this little part. Really? Yeah. See, I what I, how I've seen, I've always found that men were much more supportive of each other. Yeah, it's not that way. <laughs> wow. So both sides are screwed. Yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much the best of the leadership on either side. It's because they are just that good. They, they are the cream that rises to the top. And that's that's kind of uh, what that boils down to in some cases. That's very interesting because women are pretty brutal. Women are, and they talk about the sisterhood and, you know, and helping each other up. And But, oh, I tell you, they can be really brutal, really, really brutal. And years ago, most of my um, career was in law. So I was a legal assistant, worked in many law firms, and women are brutal. And if they think you are getting a little bit more than they are, they are nasty, nasty, nasty. And that, that's so now we just figured out it's cross the board, guys, women, same, either side. The only difference is 
you know, guys, we don't know what goes on in their locker room, and they don't know what goes on in our locker room. We just think it's our own problem, but it's a shared problem. It really is. That's really eye-opening to me because I really didn't think it was it was like that with guys. I thought they were much more supportive of each other. So, yeah, I guess, the, you know, what the lesson is uh, <laughs> stay in your own lane yeah. and, you know, keep your eyes on the prize that you want and grow your grit and, you know, be graceful in those crappy situations that are like that and just keep moving ahead. Definitely. Definitely. Wow. So are we ready to bring it? (laughs) Yeah, this was good. This was good. Don't you think I, that I really learned that in the last one, that was really eye opening. And I think really, I think the lesson is let's, Rather than just knee-jerk bash, let's learn, you know, what would a man do in this situation and what, you know, be a little more open to maybe what the other side is, the advice they're giving in a situation, whether it's your partner, whatever it is, a friend, if you have a friend of the opposite sex or whatever, then, you know, be open to that for sure. And same goes the other side. You know, guys, if you have that opportunity, maybe, maybe. You should react a little bit rather than just, you know, solve the problem. Because I know a lot of times uh, maybe a little reaction is needed first before you solve it. Just sometimes. Oh, that's an important thing. Yes. Um, Men are the fixers, want to fix everything and make it good. And women just want to talk and they just want to vent and share. And men will get frustrated because they can't fix it. And then women get mad and then you end up in a big fight. We just like to vent, don't need to fix it all the time. Just listen. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. No, tonight's um, Just Bring It is absolutely pretty, um, pretty much, like, drop the mic, amazing. It, when, I, when I read it the first time, I thought, wow, holy smokes. And we didn't do it last week and when, when we should have done it. And it wasn't because we had a better question. What really it turned out to be was I really didn't know how to answer this. Well, you and me both. I mean. It was, it's good. I mean, it's really absolutely amazing. Um, and, and it's one of those things, unless you've experienced it firsthand, how do you really answer it? Mm-hmm. So how do you, CJ? <laughs> to be honest with you, you're pretty uh, enlightened. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, well, let's read the question. Let's. I'm going to read this off. So, says uh, I work in a place with incredibly racist, misogynistic, and volatile clientele, and find it increasingly difficult not to drag them out by their neck. How do you think families with mixed races should handle people that hate them for no reason and see that? no problem in treating them like trash okay so I have never dated well I've never been in a long-term relationship and never created a mixed family however after going through this and, and sitting on it for the last two weeks what I did realize is my family 
I grew up in, in a mixed family. My brother and sister are both Native Americans. I'm not. I grew up in a town that's very mixed. We have a lot of Asians and, and Laotians and, and Native Americans, and whites and blacks. And it's not a very big town. So as I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to figure out a relationship problem, I'm thinking, wait a minute, I grew up in this family. I was a kid in this type of a family. Why is this a big deal? And to me, it, it, it really came down to um, education, how, how my parents educated me and how the people around me were educated by their families. So I didn't experience the, the type of hate and, and things like that that maybe some other families do. And I didn't really hear, I never really heard a lot of people saying, oh, you, you got, you got a half brother that's this and you got a half sister that's that. I never had to deal with that. Mainly because of the way we were raised. So I guess if my advice to them would be just raise your children knowing that it doesn't matter. It's, it's just a family's love is all that really matters. Yeah. Yeah, that is tough if you haven't experienced it. I haven't either. Um, I haven't been in a relationship, a mixed relationship. I've grown up that way. Um, I don't. I I don't think I have friends either. That, but so I've never experienced that. But but it. <clears throat> but I really thought more about this today, and I think it's really easy to get caught up in um, the the frustration and the feelings of this situation. I can't imagine going through that because uh, because I just haven't gone through it. And I know that, you know, there's been famous couples through the decades, centuries that, you know, have had to go through things like that. One of the presidents had a you know, uh, African-American girlfriend that, so, you know, it has existed and they've had, they've have gone through things, you know, there's that expression, you change your thoughts, um, you know, change your mind and you change your life. I think that for your own sake, it's release the focus on that. When you grip something so tight, there's no movement sometimes. And it's to really, to release that wanting to change the perception of the other people because just as strongly as those of us that believe it doesn't matter, there are those who do feel just as strongly that that isn't right. And and I don't think that's ever going to change because it, these things are generational. You know, just the people like the white supremacists and, and all of these different people that want to maintain their race. Well, I don't. You know, we're also mixed uh, that whatever, I think it's silly, we're all one, but people are strongly believe in that. And I think that that serves no purpose and it really takes away, you know, speak to those who are open to learning about it and and that you can share, find other people that are going through the same thing. Now, the question says... Um, a volatile, volatile clientele. So this is like, so this is at work. That's not really clear to me. So I'm not really sure. And I can understand how you don't want to say, you know, a customer or a client, tell them to F off or anything. You're kind of, 
really, you know, this is a mind control type thing. Like, it's not important if there's those that support you. You know, you see it also in relationships. Like, if you see relationships and one is really overweight, right? There's that discrimination there. Oh, what are you doing with that person that's really like overweight or, you know, a really old guy with a really young girl or reversed, right? They go through the same looks and the comments. So I think there's always going to be something like that. And it really doesn't serve to only focus on that as difficult as it can be. Uh, Find the people that support you. Find the people that love you and as best you can. And change jobs. I mean, if you don't, if you're not happy with what you're doing, if you're really not happy with what you're doing because the clientele or maybe the coworkers are making it that difficult for you, go somewhere else. Yeah, talk to management. Talk to the owner. I mean, if you've got, I mean, you shouldn't have to go through that in your job. And, yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy to me. When I saw read that, like a volatile, volatile, yeah. Like, whoa, like what is going on? When I think volatile, I think it's like something is going violent. To, yeah, get violent really quick and I got to be ready. So, um, yeah, I would I, personally, I, I don't think I could I couldn't work in a place like that. I couldn't work in a place that constantly tested my ability to hold myself in check. Because you're not going to change people. Yeah. yeah eventually it's just going to happen. Yeah. That is all I have on that. <laughs> the experience is huge, isn't it? And we don't. We can only take what we've learned through our training and things like that, that we can, like a lot of other things, don't hang on to it so tightly and try and look towards the light. So, yeah, that was, that was, that was something we really had to think on. That was yeah. different from last week's question. <laughs> very, very much, very different. But, you know, it just shows nothing's off the table. So for any of you watching, if you have a question, you can ask anonymously. We don't know if it's a sensitive subject. We won't know who you are. So you can go to our website at gritandgracetv.com, click on the Ask a Question tab, and ask whatever it is, whether it's a bet you're settling or something like this, nothing's off the table. And, you know, we we just really want to have fun. We want to engage and show people that we're much more alike than we are different and that we all struggle with these things. So ask a question. You can do that. If you like this show or any other show, please leave us a review on our website. You can do that right on the homepage, and you can do it on our Facebook page. It's right at the top if you go to Grit and Grace TV. Look for that on Facebook. Leave us a review. We would love to hear from you and uh, and share it out. All right. Well, until next week, everybody, take it easy. <laughs> Bye for now. <laughs>